Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Hi, welcome back to Is It Bedtime Yet? I'm Dr. Jen and I'm here still remotely with Dr. Serene. Hey, Serene. Hey, Jen. How are you doing? Ah, fucking tired. How are you doing? Yes, you are. Same. (laughs) Uh, Just to to set the scene, I'm sitting on the floor of my closet with a glass of wine and a glass that says (laughs) self-care. That's about how I'm doing. (laughs) Well, I'm online shopping as we're speaking. Perfect. I did that earlier today, too. So (laughs) good. (laughs) Good times. Uh, Well, so... Serene and I had talked before we started recording, and last episode, we had talked about COVID burnout and just kind of like burnout from the pandemic in general. And the episode came out later than we expected it to. And we had to skip a week uh, before we even got around to recording this episode, which is already coming out like tomorrow. So all of that to say, (laughs) Uh we're fucking burnt out. So we thought we'd talk a little bit about what burnout is because I think a lot of people are experiencing it right now in a lot of different realms of their lives. Um, And we're going to talk about like what burnout is and what to do about it. Okay. So because I am so burnt out, Jen, (laughs) I did not do any research, but you who are apparently less burnt out than I am because it is measurable. I'm kidding. It's not measurable. But, you know, you you actually did some research and you were spewing out some awesome facts earlier. And I was like, you know, right. Jen, just save this for the podcast. Well, I have by- no bandwidth to learn right now. Perfect. I was going to say, if by doing research, you mean I pulled up three articles on my phone, skimmed them briefly and texted them to you, then yeah, I did a little bit of research. That is <laughs> a dissertation in and of itself right Perfect. There. Perfect. Well, so basically, like, you and I have talked a lot over the past what now fucking two years about burnout as it relates to like how we're all feeling because of the pandemic and COVID right. and being home with kids and working from home, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but in general, uh, burnout was kind of a term that had uh, really been like associated with with stress at work. And I think specifically it was originated as like talking about like burnout for like healthcare workers and it, or especially around the pandemic too. Like people talk about burnout in terms of health healthcare workers. Um, but really the term, like if you look up burnout, everything you find is about workplace burnout and everything is about work burnout. Um, but I think like in a lot of ways, every aspect of your life is a kind of work. So I think it's very easy to just have like a general burnout or also burnout right. in specific areas of your life. So I don't know. What are your thoughts about just kind of like the word burnout in general before we kind of get started? I mean, I think it's I think you're well, not you, but, you know, the research you did Mm -hmm. rings true. I think, you know, we mostly use that um, term or phrase at the workplace like, all right, I'm I'm burnt out, you know, or I'm hitting burnout. And um, but I think it, it definitely is something that at least I have heard people just generalizing to life, you know, um. But yeah, I mean, work burnout is huge, though. Oh, I have to give credit for that, that kind of burnout, because I feel like people are taking on a lot, especially now, like, 
I guess, are we post pandemic now? I don't know what we are, but like during the I pandemic, post, I think, you know, we had, we all had that like two weeks in March of 2020 where we're like, oh, it's like a mini vacation because in two right. weeks we're going to go back to work. And I think when we realized that's not happening, everyone started working from home and a work life balance was totally disrupted because nobody was going at, you know, we were all at home being right. very careful and also working from home but also doing nothing else other right. than being home, which extended our work hours because now the drive time to and from the office was now spent actually doing work. Right. And I, like some boundaries started, I guess, fizzling out, you know, people mm-hmm. felt comfortable calling, making business calls at like later or earlier times. I think now, like I'm hearing a lot of people experiencing work burnout as a result of the shift in how the what the workplace looks like because of the pandemic. Absolutely. Well, actually, so one of the articles that I did pull up, I, th- I think it was from like last year, but still, I mean, in the pandemic, all of time is a blur. And as long as it was during right. this time period, it doesn't matter. Um, but I think it was from last year. And it said a new, this is an NPR article. And it said a new survey found that nearly 90% of respondents in more than 40 countries felt their work lives were getting worse during the pandemic. And more than 60% felt, they, felt that they were experiencing burnout often or very often so i was right and i didn't have to do research i know right it was just it's just intuitive because we all feel it but that's it right like we all are experiencing it and it's such like a common phenomenon right now and like you said like there's not a lot of separation between like work life and home life and it's not even like we're just working like people are feeling burnt out because of all of the other things going on around your work experience absolutely absolutely The, the the way work looks now is so different for a lot. I mean, for a, a lot of people, of course, it stayed the same. Nothing changed much based on your career. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of other people, it looks completely different now. Yeah. Right? Like it – I know at least therapy just looks so different now. Yeah. Um, absolutely. But – yeah, no, yeah. work burnout is real. Yeah. Totally. And uh, all the healthcare workers, all the like, you know, frontline workers, whether you're, you work in a grocery store or you, you're working in the hospital, mm-hmm. you know, all the frontline workers, I, I can imagine it's they so feel like much. they need like a two year vacation. Yeah. You know? I like, feel like everybody needs a two year vacation yeah. now. It's, yeah. Well, and so what's interesting is like we talk about what burnout is. And I think a lot of people just feel like, feeling burnt out is feeling tired, which I am definitely feeling and I know you're feeling and Wait, I think a lot not... of us are feeling. <laughs> no, really. Well, like, cause I just feel like I'm constantly saying I'm tired. I'm yeah. Tired. I'm oh. like, okay, that's burnout. So what else, what else would you, well, what else, so what else is there? According to this article, um, it was talking about burnout really being comprised of like three different things. So the okay. first is exhaustion, both physical and emotional, which yes. I feel to my fucking core. <laughs> uh-huh. um, but then it also talks about a feeling of cynicism when it comes to work. Um, so like the huh. idea of like kind of like a fuck it, like you don't you like you kind of stop caring almost almost like feeling kind of apathetic, I guess, about everything. And then the third it lists as um, when you start to blame yourself for it, like kind of like almost it almost sounds like you remember we did an episode about like gaslighting yourself, like what's wrong with yeah. me? Like, why am I not good at this? Why can't I handle this? What's the matter with me? Like, so according to this article, it's those three components all kind of tied into one is what makes burnout, like what it's comprised of. I mean, I guess I can see that in myself and also a lot of people that I talk to in terms of lack of motivation Mm -hmm. 
and coming down on yourself because of the lack of motivation. Like, yeah, you know, I know that if I exercised, that would really alleviate a lot of the like symptoms that go along with like right now, you know, I, I'd feel more energized. I might, you know, just be able to focus better, but, but I don't because I'm just so tired. I was going to say it's like, cyclical because you're tired. Right. So you don't have the energy to do it. It's just like depression. Right. right. So yeah. that lack of motivation, I guess I could see people blaming themselves for not being more motivated or not being more, um, um, God, the word I'm looking for, um, accountable, I guess, mm-hmm. for these little changes that they can make right. to improve the symptoms of burnout. I guess you're right. It is cyclical. And I, yeah. I can see how people can blame themselves for that. Is that kind of what it's – is that what you got out of that or – Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, no, that's what I got from it. And then another another theme that came up in all the articles was a, a lack of control, like feeling like a loss oh. of control or a lack of control. And that makes total sense because we were talking about like not feeling motivated to do anything or feeling like there's nothing you can do to change it or like you're so tired that you can't do the thing that you know is going to make it better. And I think that creates that sense of a loss of control Yeah. or it at least contributes to it. No, no, I get it. I, I, I can see the connection. Um, I, and, and, you know, the more we talk about it and the, the, the more you're, you're describing, um, what these articles are saying, the more I can see it relates more like clearly to work stress or like work mm-hmm. burnout, right? Yeah. Um, how, how does this now, like when people use it in their everyday lives, like I'm burnt out um, in terms of like family or- exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I think it could relate to any area of your life. Like, I think as parents, especially parents with young kids who have, like, been home with your kids for a large portion of the pandemic or, like, doing – or, like, in and out of school because of, like, COVID closures and quarantines and, like, the changes in, like, mask mandates and all the things that are happening. Like, it's – there's a sense of a lack of control. Uh, There's – there's a sense of like kind of like having a hard time keeping up with all of it and like juggling all the moving pieces. And I think it's so easy to feel burnt out in those areas too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, How, I guess in terms of being a parent, Mm -hmm. um, how do you experience burnout as a parent, John, I guess, or how do you see people experiencing burnout as parents? I mean, I think it's, I think it's just like that feeling of overwhelm, like that feeling of like, just kind of like kind of reaching your limit, I guess, is the way that I would describe it. Like, I know a lot of parents that like, I've spoken to, like, have that feeling of just like, feeling stuck, right? Or like not knowing, not knowing how to have the energy to keep moving. Like we keep the theme that we keep talking about is being so exhausted, feeling so tired. And it's hard to keep up with our kids and to like feel like you could fully engage with them when you're in that headspace. How do you get out of that headspace? That's a great idea. I wish somebody would call in right now and answer that question for us. <laughs> no, but I mean like there's so there's like steps that you can take to address burnout, right? So we've been talking about burnout in like all these different areas. Um and like you said it's hard because when you don't have the energy it's hard to do something about it. But um you know, there's different things that you can do. And so like anything, I think the first step is like recognizing the signs of burnout. Like all of us just feel tired right now. But I think like when you start putting the signs together and like putting all the symptoms together and being like, 
oh, this isn't just me feeling tired or overwhelmed. I'm feeling burnt out. And something I talk with my clients a lot about is like the power in labeling things like that. So that like when you put a name to it, when you put a word to it, it kind of takes some of the power away from it. And it makes you feel like you have a little bit more control or like that, oh, this is a thing that's happening to me. And it's something that we can now address. And like, this is a thing that happens to a lot of people. And that like normalizes the experience. Yeah. I love how you you put it, you put it so nicely because the way I say <laughs> that to my patients is, hey, your language really sucks. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I've definitely said things like that to my clients too. <laughs> but yes, that's exactly, you know, yeah, diff- different roads, same right. destination. You know, it's, I like it's that. kind of like the language that you use that really determines the outcome, right? Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but you just say it so much nicer. So when I'm in a better headspace <laughs> and I'm not so tired, I'm going to listen to this episode and write down everything you're saying and just use that. I love it. I'll go back and do the same thing too, because in my sessions, I'm exhausted and don't come out with the words the way that I want them to. <laughs> Perfect. No, but, but it, you know, it is, it's true because a lot of times our language really does suck. Like yeah, the way yeah. we talk to ourselves, the way we. Absolutely. You know, ta- the way we view the world, the way we, you know, internal dialogue about ourselves or the world or whatever can really suck and really determine like the outcome of our day or our mood or whatever. So yeah. Okay, cool. So you're saying check your language, check Mm -hmm. how you're talking to yourself. Absolutely. And then, and then I would say like the next step is like, if you're able to try to figure out like what, what's at the root of it? Like what, what things specifically like finding the source or like the root of like, what's creating this feeling for me? Like, is it, and, and we talked about that you can have burnout in so many different areas, but maybe your burnout is specific to work or maybe your burnout is specific to home or being stuck home with a baby or, uh, dealing with extended family or whatever the thing is like all of the above all of or D all of the above. Check, 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 check. Um, but if you're able to narrow yeah. it down, right? Like maybe you're not. Maybe it's all of the things, which is fine. <laughs> but but if you can, kind of narrowing down what the source is, what is the root of what's going on so that you can like then better examine it and figure out where to go from there. Right. I mean, right. I, I know we were joking, but it, it could <laughs> literally be a, a combination of all of it. I'm, I'm yes. assuming because it could be um, – again, I'm so sorry. Like I'm – it's, it's taking me a while to come up with my words today. I'm just so tired. But um, I feel it. You know, the overstimulation, you know, when mm-hmm. you have so much on your plate, when you have um, a baby or children that you need to drive around or kids that are studying for their SATs and you need to take them to these classes or whatever. I don't know. You know, when you have yeah. all these responsibilities with children and then you have your work responsibilities and then you have your household duties and then you have, you know, whether you're caring for elder parents or grandparents, I can imagine all these can add up and just like the problem could be that overstimulation where you just need to check out and take a moment for yourself. So yeah, yeah, I, you know, it could be that one thing that like, you know, work or it could be a combination of just too much and not having enough downtime. Yeah. Again, I'm guessing because I did not read, but you did. So, I'm, hey, we're, I'm we're just therapists. It I'm off sh- of you. I was gonna say, I'm sure you don't go like read an article about every single like if your client brings something up, you're not like, hold on a second, let me go look up some articles about this to make sure you know, like we we've got a gut feeling, like this is our job, like we can we can kind of make some leaps and assumptions here. Do you think? 
um, yeah, I mean, you know, why not? Yeah. I yes, but you know, <laughs> just yeah, just thinking out loud. I guess yeah, that no, it, for it sure. Could be a lot of different things, or it could absolutely be one thing out of the many. Yeah. Um. So you're saying figure out what that need is, whether mm-hmm. it's you know cutting something back, maybe or yeah. Well, take- well. So then my my next suggestion was going to be like. Another another thing I like to do, especially with like clients, but just in general, is like I think there's like two different ways to solve a problem. I think there's like the band-aid way and then there's like the underlying like core thing that you can do. And I think in this case, especially when you're like in triage, like if you're in burnout and you're in triage, you kind of have to do both. Right. So like I think in order to like you said, like you don't have the energy to do anything to make a change. So I think in that sense, you kind of have to start with a band-aid, right? Like you have to like okay. make any immediate changes that you can do. You have to like 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 you said, like identify like anything you can like cut out or change or take those couple minutes to yourself or whatever that thing is that you can do to like fill up your cup even a teeny tiny bit or recharge your battery a teeny tiny bit or whatever analogy you like to use for that. <laughs> like starting there so that you have enough energy to then go in and make some like bigger systemic changes. Does that so make sense? Example, example, please. Um, well, like you said, like even like taking a few minutes to yourself or um, taking a mental health day from work, right? Like that's like a bit, like that's not going to fix the problem overall. But like, if you're feeling burnt out, burnt out on work, take a mental health day, like take one day to just like recharge your battery and recover enough so that you can then like make some more bigger systemic more lasting solutions okay i like that yeah then we get to the bigger lasting solutions and that's where i need you to help chime in because (laughs) fuck if i know (laughs) okay i mean i I mean i think i think it's different for everybody like i think like the the bigger changes that have to happen are kind of different and contingent upon like what the issues are for you or like where the burnout is coming from i feel like you're speaking in code <laughs> i am <laughs> what what do you mean by the bigger changes well i mean if you're feeling burnt out something has to give like you have to make a change otherwise you can't continue on that way so maybe it means like i don't know like having to adjust your work schedule maybe it means having to figure out different childcare solutions if it's kids stuff maybe it involves having to incorporate more self-care into your week every single week or you know something yeah. like that like some kind of bigger lasting change that has to be ongoing rather than like a take one mental health day here or there you know what okay, i mean i get it okay like either you know look for a new job that yeah has different hours that yeah. suit you or um somehow make covid go away yeah you know (laughs) well i mean it sounds like it's 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 um retreating so we'll see right right um yeah you know like i i for example like i know one source of burnout for me is our our kids schedules because they're Mm. involved in a million different things yeah i get i get stressed and overwhelmed mm -hmm. hearing about your guys's schedule because you guys have so much happening Right. And I don't even know like what day is what. Like right. I have no like a mom called today and she was like, you know, I, I can't get to the practice on time. Can you pick my kid up? And I'm like, there's practice today? What day is today? <laughs> what practice? Was it soccer? Basketball? What are you talking about? Like explain. Don't speak in like 
right. tongues with me. Like, tell me what <laughs> practice there is, what time it ends, which, where, what location, because they're in 20 different things. And, right. you know, I think a lot of moms have this, like, mom guilt of, like, I, you know, my kids are getting older, but they're still kind of young. And mm-hmm. right now they're just like exploring all these things that they want to do. And they're still trying to find that like thing that they love and hone yeah. it down to like one or two things. But right now they love everything. Right. And they <laughs> want to add more things. And like, you know, I was thinking – um, my son, my oldest one wanted to learn to play the guitar and hmm. I did some research and I was like, well, it looks like for a little one to be able to play a guitar, the easiest avenue is for them to learn the piano first. I'm not musically oh, interesting. anything, so, but, but this is what I read. I don't ask me for an explanation. I don't. Know. <laughs> and then they have to get to like a certain level in understanding the notes for them to have an easier transition to guitar right so this summer is when he'll he'll get there um so this summer we're gonna start adding guitar and that does not mean now that i'm gonna take piano away because now he loves the piano too right so so you know now instead of like taking something off my plate or replacing it with something else i'm adding one more thing yeah possibly to my plate and you know i it's this like mom guilt thing of what if this could be his thing? What yeah. if he's like guitar is going to be his outlet? It's going to be his self-care or it's going to be his profession. Who knows? And mm-hmm. for me not like exploring that is going to take that opportunity away from him. You know what I mean? And it's like I feel like a lot yeah. of parents, I feel like these are a lot of conversations I'm having with parents and that especially having like this two-year hiatus from life and then being held back from so much – now it's almost like full force. I'm signing you up for everything. Yeah. Um, and I can see how that could be – while that can be so much fun, it's also very exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. So how it's it's almost like, you know, you kind of have to pick your – what's more important right now, like your mental health or them learning 30 different instruments. Right. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't have the answer. I don't know if I'm picking the right one. I, I have no clue. Well, I think that's what makes it hard is there's no like – there's no template for this. There's no right, right or wrong answer, right? Like I think a lot of this is like, I don't know, trying to prioritize, figure out what things are the most important to you or to your family and kind of like picking and choosing from there. Um, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's absolutely hard and I could imagine a lot of people feeling the burnout from – Everything. Totally. Yeah. Pandemic, job, family, parents, children, whatever, you know, I I could see. And also like the stress of catching up to life that was on pause for a couple of years, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I think another big thing is like, like talking with somebody about it, like not like shouldering all of it on your own. And like, you know, obviously we're big proponents of therapy. So like, you know, if you're feeling super overwhelmed or it's feeling like unmanageable, go, you know, seek out a therapist. That's what they do and they can help you. But I think even like talking to like a trusted friend, family, like somebody that like you really feel supported by, I think can be really helpful too. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Even just venting, like talking, like in the 23 minutes we've been talking right now, like shit, like felt good to just let all this stuff out. (laughs) 
Well, okay. So in the beginning of this um, episode, you talked about, you know, us kind of not being very consistent with how we've right. been recording and stuff because we've had a lot of – both of us have had just some personal life changes. Yeah. Um, you know, nothing – Nothing, you know, that we could have controlled or right. we could have done anything about. Um, so th- these things are, of course, like ongoing. It's not like a one-minute thing where it comes and goes and we're like, oh, well, this month we're not – we can skip an episode, but right. we'll go back to normal next month. It's not. So I think we both had a conversation and in order to address both of our burnouts, we agreed yeah. to for the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. We don't know for how long release maybe one episode a month rather than two yeah so yeah and I think it's but I think that's a really good example of like setting priorities and setting boundaries and taking care of your needs and you know as and as therapists like we always talk about like modeling for our clients like what what they need to be doing and I think it's important for us to do it too like that at this moment in both of our lives there's just a shit ton of stuff going on and we and this is something that's important and that we want to prioritize but the way that we can maintain it and the way that we can keep it functioning and going is by pulling back a little bit decreasing you know frequency but keeping it going right and for yeah. for a period of time not right. not too short not too long we don't know how long right. but until our lives kind of just fall back into place and right. <laughs> our routines are back into you know like our set again um we'll just take a little non-break break yeah a step back i think a step back yeah. yes so how are you feeling jen right now as we are coming close to wrapping up our episode on burnout <laughs> feeling okay i think i'm ready for a second glass of wine how about you ready for my third no i'm kidding hey no judgment <laughs> i'm kidding no i am uh i'm, I'm feeling it i'm i'm i know it's 9 p.m right now and yeah. i'm ready to go to bed yeah. So, well, we have we've been watching a show, and we have one episode. We're on the season finale, so I, we, I'm going to oh, go downstairs. What show? We've been watching Ted Lasso. Have you seen it? No. It's really good. Uh, so my husband likes it because he feels like he tricked me into watching a show about soccer. Um, but it's not about. So it's about an American football coach who gets called to coach a like a a soccer team, a, a football soccer. team in England, mm-hmm. and he knows nothing about soccer. And it's Jason Sudeikis and it's, it's really funny and wholesome and sweet, but like super, like you'd get really connected to the characters and stuff, but it's not really about soccer. So I like that, but my husband feels like he won and made me watch a show about soccer. Um, but I really highly recommend it. Is there a lot of thinking involved? No, it's, it's really feel good. Like it's really like, he's a very wholesome, like all the, all the British characters hate him because he's like a very wholesome, like like very all-american kind of guy who's like very optimistic and cheery and they're like very cynical and british and it's it's very funny it's i highly recommend it it's good okay yeah so we have the season finale tonight and then we're all we're all caught up but uh after that i'm going to bed yeah i'm just gonna you know my goal for the next month is to get the encanto soundtrack out of my head So once that Dear is done, God. I'll be able to focus on an actual grown-up TV show. Or yeah. Movie. Oh God, we've we've listened so. to so much Encanto. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
Let's wrap it up here then. On that note, um, if you have any thoughts or questions about today's topic or ideas for future topics, you can email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, also find us on social media on Instagram where is it bedtime yet podcast with underscores between each of the words on Facebook where is it bedtime yet podcast and don't forget to check out our Patreon and until next time which may be like in about a month this is Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene and we are still asking is it bedtime yet <laughs> <laughs>